Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jesus Christ. <laughs> BBW is only a kink is because men haven't got the balls to admit to their friends they're like bigger women. I agree. That's the that's the gene like my my emblem. <laughs> that's my mission statement. Just thought I just thought it'd be, I just thought it'd be good for for a guy to say that out loud. So yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that comment, bro. <laughs> On the same token, I was just listening to some old school R&B and I remembered a group called Men at Large. I don't know if you remember them. They sang a song called Use Me. But I just remembered that Men at Large, who are very big men who are R&B singers, once did a video in a supermarket where they threw food at a skinny woman. And I love it. I got to love it. Wait, wait, was one of them in Police Academy? No, but I know who you're talking about. Oh, not him. Always get those, t- those, 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 those confused. Yeah, but um, no, it wasn't him. But I love the fact that and she, it wasn't like throw food like food. It was like they put her in a basket and they put her in there with food. Like they were going to basically shop and food and feed her. And I love the energy. Well, that'd be but a hate crime. <laughs> uh, I mean, to me. I think it'd be a hate crime when the car declines because I'd be like grabbing more nah, stuff, well, so putting well, it in my top. Well, to be fair, it was the early nineties. The rules didn't count then. That's fine. Exactly. True that. True that. Welcome to and that's why we messed up the podcast, talking about nerdery, geekism, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I am one of the awesome hosts, Shannas. Next to me is the instant classic. <laughs> wow, you're right. What one? Just thought I'd try something different. Okay. That's mm, it's a bit Sesame Street, that. Big All man. Right. Booger Red. Good on evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope everyone is well and keeping safe out there today. Well, yes, indeed. Uh, this week's topic, it's uh, funny, uh, it's kind of linked to Brub's topic la- uh, last time. We were talking about, you know, 
being able to have discussions and conversations and stuff and having stances. Um, so my one was about guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. This is my topic this week. I want to talk about it. And I'm going to start by saying I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Um, I feel like sometimes there's a lot of elitism with the things that we're into. And I think I've seen it more so of late with a lot of stuff that's come out, you know, with Marvel and there's like kind of like gatekeeping and, oh, if you like film, you can only um, like these films because these are the highbrow films. The other one's a lowbrow. And I just kind of want to have a discussion with you guys about guilty pleasures in TV and in movies and everything really. And that I don't actually believe in them. I just think you can like what you like and like some crappy stuff. You know, that may not be top tier. What do you guys think? I totally agree. End of episode. Let's go home. <laughs> okay, fine. One more in so depth. Thank Jesus you Christ. for. Um... <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, boy, uh, longest episode. Well, thank you for stepping up. I think we should do a short episode. What can I say? You know, I, think, I think we should break a record for the shortest episode of the year, you know? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, Thank you. Uh, so the socials, like, no, joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be, yeah, like, I, there's not much. I, there's not actually. I can't say that much. It's not anything. I wouldn't say I don't watch and be okay with it, or I do watch. Or, or, or would it be a shame to say I wouldn't watch it. No, it's like, I, I think I'm growing out of that. Like, obviously, like. When like when obviously as you grow old, grow grow older, you're told that obviously you're supposed to grow out, grow out of these things, but clearly not because I, just, like we can attest, our dad still watches Ben Ten for God's sake, and the man's almost oh almost in the seventies. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I I I, I still watch my cartoons. I still watch my I still watch my kids' films. I still have love for Power Rangers. I I will occasionally watch the current Power Rangers when I, when I need when I when I feel nostalgic, and see oh. how bad it's gotten. Mm. FYI, it's gotten pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie, you know. But you you okay? Don't want to talk about it, but I'm just saying, you know. Okay, it's fine. I'm, you know, it's a safe space, and we're here for you. But I will say they have some really good theme songs now. I gotta say, they got good theme songs now. Yeah, it's like because they use the original one, but they just remix it. It's like I might play some for you later because I like, like, because because like. Cause like something like there's one that kind of breaks down to like a like a Disney anthem and just goes into Power Rangers. It's so okay, no, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> okay. it sounds dramatic. I like it. Well, see, I was thinking about it because um, I was just I went to a uh solve along murder sh- a murder she wrote with a friend of mine. Shout out to Sasha Extravaganza, and uh, basically at Prince Charles Cinema. So you um, they basically do an episode of uh, Madashiro and they stop and start it some interesting fun facts and you then kind of if you haven't seen it you then kind of make a guess as to who the murderer is and and, and what have you and it, it was it was a really fun thing but I feel like and then sometimes I see things online like on reddit and stuff where it's like these are the films you must have seen to consider yourself uh uh, insert here, you know, a geek or what have you. These are films you must like, and everything else is like, and why are you enjoying it, kind of thing. And I, it just started me thinking, especially as I'm getting older, I just like, I like what I like. I'm not saying there isn't shit. You may bowl is definitely an example of that. Um, 
but I just feel like sometimes it gets very like, well, you can't like this and you can't, and, but you can like this. Do you, do you get what I mean? Especially if you're making your way in that gig space. It's like, you can't like these things, mm. but these ones you're allowed to like. Whereas like, can't you just like the thing? Like, at the end of the day, it's like, we've all reached a point where, well, I think, like I said, I brought up last, 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 the last episode where I was just like, I, like, I, I can't care, and if the if the films yeah. that a lot of people people suggest that I should watch to be cast as, cast as a, a an official geek or aficionado film buff or whatever, a lot of them are shit. Yeah, and no one has a boss damn that they're shit. Like they're all no, right. Go on. Controversial hot take. What in the in the top tier films that you think like count as a oh you should have seen it? Which ones? Which ones do you think are shit? And why? I can't think of any at the top of my head. I have one. Go oh god, big man! It follows. Ooh. For years, I've heard if there's one horror film you gotta see, it's It Follows. This is next level. It will make you scream. It will make you. They they hype this film up, something chronic. I said, you know what? Let me watch this film. Darkened up the room. Have a drink. The film started. The film finished. And I thought to myself. Why have I just spent one hour, 40 minutes here watching this pathetic piece of shit? So for language, I despise this film. It was overrated. In fact, I remember actually I went on a rant with someone about this on Twitter not so a couple of years ago, where someone critical acclaimed saying, this is the best film. It will make Halloween, Hellraiser, all the classics look poor. And I said, don't get me wrong, everyone has their own opinion. I personally would rather watch Toilet Water here yeah, just going down the toilet then to rewatch that again. Oh, it God. didn't impress me. And then the person tried to come for me saying, oh, you ain't got any taste in films. I said, I can school you if you really want me to, but yet again, I'm not going to the whole toxic side. Everyone can have their own opinion. But for me, It Follows is top tier poo. My opinion, please come at me if you need to, but I just don't see anything great about it. I oh, really don't. I will say it's alright. Like, it's hmm. not like I'm with you on that. It was really hyped up. Oh, really, so hyped. Really, hyped really, up. really hyped. And it was a subtle slow burner. And mm. yeah, it's all right. Like, like actually, <laughs> I don't. I know. Actually, I don't get hate for this film. Probably gonna get hate. Um, right. Witch or Vitch or whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Which one's that? The two. With, oh. It's the it, same guy who did the Lighthouse. Yeah, I like the Lighthouse. Lighthouse is a good film, but. So, so again, I said I still need to watch the lighthouse and didn't make it to that. Yeah, but yeah, which um... oh, well, the witch you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the... sorry. Yeah, I was yeah like, you know, I didn't mind that, but that was old folklore. Yeah, original. It's not a horror. It's not a, a scream type film. It's just a, a, a tale that was told in old school terms, slow burner. But I didn't mind it. It's not a film I, I would. Easily dry to see someone if you want to watch something a must see, draw for the witch. No, yeah, but, it's a but, good film, but overrated. Yeah, again, like, no, no, like, like, for example, another, like, in, in the anime community, like, right now, or even right, even when it first came out, Attack yeah. on Titan, oh my god, everyone was hyped. That, oh, that, 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 that anime. Yeah brought a lot of new fans into the anime yeah. space and like coming muscle working in my fp days people always go on and on about it i watched it yeah i've seen better 
I've, yeah. I've seen I've, I've seen better. It's it's really overrated. And like everyone's gone on about this whole last season that's lasted forever. I I I I I, I don't I don't care for it. There, yeah, I said it in the most polite way possible. There you go. I don't care for it. I just there are better <laughs> animes out there. And that's the thing. The only other film I can say that annoyed me more than It Follows. Now, this film wasn't even hyped. And it's only because of the love I had for the original and the predecessor. Oh, God. I decided to go and watch this film. And I regretted it by the oh. time the film was over. Was The Grudge remake. Which one? Not the Share Michelle Gellar one. You know the one that came Oh, but, but was that a remake? Because technically it was like a pseudo prequel sequel. Was, was I don't know the hell that was but only thing i know it was pain yeah because yeah, like, sorry go on when that film finished and the lights came on i, I remember i jumped up and yelled why to turn the lights on for yeah this film ain't over and the credits were rolling weren't you being serious i've just wasted 70 minutes of my life that i will never get back i ain't felt like that since dead port society yeah i have not wow, got my gosh jesus christ well, i have my time back for that and i want it back Dead Poet Society and K-Pax are two films. I want my time. <laughs> okay. Well, to be fair, I can't really like K-Pax anymore due to the, due to the current, due to current yeah. circumstances of a certain actor. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah. bloody hell. <laughs> no, like, I think, no, oh. sorry. No, uh, no, I was, well, was going to like, say on the subject of, um, of the, that Grudge remake sequel, because like, it was weird because, because uh, like I remember, if I remember the start of it, yeah. it was the woman who was supposed to be, who was supposed to be. T- okay, so it was it starts with the original girl who was supposed to be in that house in the first place. That the first girl in the first remake with Sarah, Sarah Misa Geller was take was taken over for. Oh my God. So basically, so, so yeah, so basically that girl you. She, she, you're following that girl who was the original, the, the, the original, original girl who was supposed to be in the house in the first place, go from from Japan to China, China to um, America, and bring back and brings back the curse with her. And I'm, it was, you know, yeah, it was a dumb film. I'm trying to make. I'm, like, now I'm trying to explain it. Oh fuck someone that film! Wrote, not allow it. Someone wrote that. <laughs> not allow it. Allow it. Carry on, sis. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say my 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 one where it's like because. I get that, like, if you study film and stuff or look at television, you look at like you have these things that are like, these are the great things that are brilliant executions of these elements or their game changes. Like, ever since that, this has changed it forever. And it's almost like, like, okay, like my one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know the original, the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come for me. Um, I'm listening. The original. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know the notes the beats that it hits i've seen it because you know I'm, and i and i remember like it was banned and over here you couldn't see it because of what because of the you know video nasties law blah 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 and um i watched it mm-hmm. and was like now i know thematically what's supposed to be happening i kind of get it i get this i get that i get why and i just was like this doesn't move me. Mm. But then some people like, especially, well, certain fans will be like, well, if you don't like it, um, you know, then are you, oh, can you really say you're into horror? It's like, yeah, I, I can actually. And another thing I'll give, I'll give as an example to that is like the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it, but I am fully aware that some of it is weak. 
but then also some of, it, some of it has, has become has, has got better with time so like i you know it's basically my childhood and coming up my teen years really is nightmare on elm street and i remember like the hype around and, and i used to cons- like any review show that had any of them on i watched you know and i watched the first one and it traumatized me and some think some films do suffer and some film and tv shows suffer but you have to you have to have been there at the time to get it um and when you remove it out of there it becomes it becomes something else and i remember like when nightmare on street 2 came out and people were like oh no it's trash it's this as times have as time's gone on we've looked at it differently because of a lot of things that we didn't know at the time yeah like the fact that you know no that jesse was closeted that jesse the you know, the, the actual guy uh, who played him um sorry i for, forget his name um was closeted and ha- wasn't out proud so the the kind of the director was kind of playing it through that lens of of the gay of, of the gay gaze and i'm not even making up literally if you watch the documentary which is really good um, we didn't do it on purpose, though, isn't that? We didn't do it on purpose. It was kind yeah. of an accident. It was kind of like feeling, and then there's a lot of kind of beats that hit about kind of signaling. It's almost like the film's telling telling the actor you need to come out because it's so like it quite like they literally have Robert Shea from New Line dressed up in S and M and S and M biker gear in a biker bar, and it's like what the what and it's. But you look back on it now and you're like, oh, like it has all this kind of like this different meaning and stuff. And like, especially like when it's like, I think the bit that always strikes me now is when he goes to Grady, he's like, Grady, there's something inside of me and it's, <laughs> and I can't control it. And that scene of when Freddie comes out of Jesse mm. is like, it's, it's, a, it's a really good scene in terms of like effects. It's so good. And I remember feeling that kind of thing of like watching it and being really like confused by it, but liking Freddie and liking, but feeling very odd about it. But what was being said at the time was like, we shouldn't really like this film because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not as good as, as this one. Um, and then it was kind of like, well, three's all right, but I loved three. I, I you know, one and three, are, are for me, one and three are my, the things one, two and three are my favorites. They mm-hmm. one, two, three. And, um, I have a, I have a, I have a kind of, what's the word? I have a kind of like, a, oh, nice to see Joey and King K come back, even though it was a little bit mm. on, on, on uh, Dream Master, and then it just gets stupid. And I really hate, um, I really hate uh, the last one, Seven, but I like New Nightmare. That's my New Nightmare's my personal well, favorite new, as well. New Nightmare Seven, Six, you mean? Sorry, Six, I meant sorry, but yeah, New Nightmare, uh, one, yeah, One, Two, Three, and New Nightmare, my favorites. And it's like, as time's gone on, we look at that for a different lens. Like now that, you know, Res Craven, you know, may rest, has passed. We look at, we look at New Nightmare, we go, oh, look at that with Scream. And you see like what, you see like the buds that, of Scream that were in there. Yeah. You see what was trying to, you know, and it kind of fed other people, other ideas. So that's why sometimes I get really annoyed with this whole kind of, if you like film, you have to like, you know, if you like horror, you've got to like these ones. If you like this, you've got to like that. If you like this, you have to like that. And it's like, what if I, I just don't though? Or what if I appreciate the technicality behind it, but I don't like it? It doesn't jive with me. Does that mean that I'm less of a fan? Yeah, but no, I'm sorry, but I'm a firm believer in one, you don't need to explain yourself to nothing or nobody. 
Mm. We live in a world, if you like what you like, then like it, learn to love it. We all can't be the same. Everyone can do what they want. And you ain't got to justify yourself. If you like crap, own it. No one ain't going to think any less. I mean, you have those, sniff, sniff, well, technical term is snotty people who think, oh, well, if you don't like Avengers, then you're not part of the in crowd. Not everyone's going to like everything. That's why we're different. We all, if we all were the same, we'd be pretty boring. Like, here's a weird thing. that, And sometimes it's comfort as well. Mm. Some things just make me feel comforted. Do you know what I mean? They have good memories around it. Or they just feel like a blanket. Like, here's my weird comfort movie. One of my weird comfort movies mm. is... Um, that's not comfort. That's essential. That's life. Okay? <laughs> Look, I'm not going to be sidetracked. I'm going to come back to 13 Ghosts and how awesome that is. Still Magnolias. I'm not even, I'm, I love that too. And I'm not even ashamed of that. Here's my other comfort movie. Howl of the Duck. Long Kiss Goodbye. No, I said comfort, not horror, bruv. Comfort, not How to Duck. Oh my bad, Masters of the Universe. There you go. That's a weird one because I don't like Tila. I don't know how to cast Tila. Still to this day, it bugs me. (laughs) Because she's like an extra from Flashdance. Tell me I'm wrong. I wouldn't say no. I mean, I know you wouldn't say no, but I, I would say no. I'd say no. More for me. Um, I my comfort is a Caribbean mystery, which is the Miss Marple they've got is an American on some unnamed Caribbean island with the most hideous, apparently allegedly Jamaican, but not really Jamaican accents. No. And something about that film just honestly makes me feel pacified. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is, because I know it's crap, but it's just like, yeah. I think it reminds me of my grandmother. Mm. So I think it just, and because the, and honestly, the woman in it reminds me of Miss Cleo. Come on, no! Honestly, <laughs> if you, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna even try and see if I can find, I find mm. a snippet of it. But the woman who is literally like the servant is basically, come on, no! It it does come like Miss Cleo, and she looks a bit like her as well. Is she Miss Cleo? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it. 13 Ghosts. Look, I will go to bat every day for 13 Ghosts. I think we talked about that time ago. Yeah. 13 Ghosts is me and bruv's absolute favourite. I'm not even good. Because when people are like, it's not com- it's not compelling. It's like, um, it's a story about trapping ghosts. I-, I don't know what more you want from us. I really don't know what more you want from us. Also, have you seen the effects? Did you see the house? Did you see the house? Did you see special special features? The backstories on ghosts. The, oh, the backstories on ghosts. Bobby, know how we feel about it. That, Look, that took us by surprise. And I didn't even know about it before I bought the blue the DVD because I, you I know, didn't I, even I, know. I just it's bought the film because I knew I liked the film. So it's a beautiful treasure. It was that weird time in the nineties where they were redoing everything. Oh my! But then the worst one was the two thousands. Two thousands. You can still work I was working at Odeon still, so yeah. That weird time I wanted to do the, the other ones, like House on Haunted Hill. Oh, that one was terrible, though. That one was not... one called Ghost Ship? Which one? Ghost? What, what, which one? Go, ghost Ship. Only good thing was the first five minutes about Was that, that a remake, though? Was that a remake? No, that was... You know what? I think it might... Because remember, there was a whole thing when they were redoing um, William Castle films. So I'm going to have to check that to see if that Already was... Already doing that. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God, Gabriel Byrne was in it? Yeah, oh yeah, he was. Yeah, it's he a was. remake. It's a remake. Yeah, it came out. The original came out in 1952. Yeah, it was a remake. So yeah, I think there's that whole thing of the other, when they were redoing all these films. 
Oh my god, Robert Zemeckis produced that. Jesus. Uh, but once again, that had that had an, a very amazing intro of the first the first ten minutes. Mm. Other than that, you know what? I actually can't remember that film. I just remember someone just dropping down an elevator shaft. Yeah, yeah, it was all. Oh, it had to be the black man too. Oh. <laughs> god, on what? My man. Oh. Oh god, it was so dumb. Oh god damn it. It's so dumb. My man tried to fuck a fucking ghost and he fu- oh, for fuck I remember oh my god, you re- oh my god, I remember that. Oh that's so embarrassing. Oh my god, that was so shit. Oh it was so shit. Carl Urban was it? Was it? Yeah he was. He, no one cared about no one cared about Carl Urban back then. Oh my god, that was so shit. Another prime example of a film that was panned by many, uh, loved by us, uh, Deep Rising. Love it, love it, love it. But that's the thing, like, you know, yeah. I, okay, you know what? No, I've got to say another pet hate, though. There we go. <laughs> like, I'm all for, like, saying you like what you like. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> if it's shit, um, it, it doesn't become it doesn't become Oscar worthy just because you like it. Mm. Like I like Thirteen Ghosts. You can tell me about well this doesn't make sense. But I go yep yep completely completely he mm. mm-hmm, great completely yeah that's it yep yep. But leave Rod Digger alone. Um yep 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 it's fine cool. But don't then try and make it like no no and, and that's that's what I, that's what I don't like when, when people say like when they have a feel we have a thing they like and they don't want to see the flaws in it. Because I'm like, the flaws make it. Like, Deep Rising. Money, 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 money. Oh, my. I, st- yeah. I still... Look. Look. And I think, as we covered on previous episodes, diverse casting. It really was. It really yeah. was diverse casting. Like... Stay up in this bitch, yeah. Women did not compromise on the accent. Yeah. He left it as is. <laughs> uh, there was... What's this guy who was uh, the indigenous guy? Um, um, Finn Curtis, uh, I forget his yeah. name, but yeah, he plays every. Oh, I love, I love that man who plays every nationality in the, behind. He under does. The sun. He's, played, he's played every nationality so far. <laughs> like he barely, he plays his own. Probably. Yeah, yeah I, you'll probably find something soon. You know, like, oh, yeah, I might, I might find in the eighties once he was like an extra in the in um in um you know King Willie's crew or something if I look hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Controversial take. Somebody, there's somebody who actually thinks Predator 2 is better than Predator 1. I okay, I wouldn't go that far. Is it, is it Clint? No, yeah. it's not Clint. It's some someone Clint knows. I need to ask him. It sounds so dodgy, but I can't remember who it is. But he was talking. I'm just like, but when he broke broke it down, I was like, I kind of get what you mean because I think what we're saying is that, like, aside from the whole, like, especially in Predator One, you know, the whole flinging, you know, everyone's flung, flinging themselves at the screen, ah, 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 and all this shit, and it's kind of like all right, okay, and then you get down to it. You get down to this, you know, this, this whole thing. And the ensemble's great, but it takes a while for it to to get great. Whereas Danny Glover has presence pretty much from the time he's in there. And you're like, mm. can't, can't really argue with that. And his team are pretty tight. You're like, can't really argue with that. I was like, actually, and the more they're breaking it down, I think it's Paul who said it. But the more he was breaking, the more I was like, you know what? I think he's actually got a bit of a point because we're, it's a faster moving movie. Obviously, because it's in the city, I guess. But I, I kind of got what he was saying. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I didn't find it disingenuous. That's that's what I mean. I don't I don't find like he's trying to say what's not that what like things that aren't there. Something about pacing, where things are, just the way it's executed. You get much more predator time, and that's the thing too. It's like you actually do get more predator time in two than you do in that's one. True. That's true. And I was like that, and you know, that's always well, a joy to, to, be, to but to be. But to be fair, you got to remember the first film was more. You didn't know what the predator was what until was, you actually yeah. saw it. Until you actually mm. finally saw it, and it was like what close to the end of the film, which was, that was, that was the whole mm. point. You didn't you didn't know what was coming, so yeah. it makes more sense than. Like, by the sequels, you like you know what it looks like, so you know what to expect. So you know you can show mm. my look at me, hey, my face. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Take the skull. It's mine now. Put it with the collection. Polish it, polish it. You know, make it look nice. I mean, yeah. Again, you kind of linked it to another one. I mean, this after me, I do own these, and not because they're bad. Well, some they were panned, but for me, they were just brainless fun. It's got enough. Now, a- Go AVP. Mm. See, do you know what? Do you know yeah. what? Do you know what? They're brainless films. It wasn't about even script or dialogue. I just want to see people get exploded and harsh killings. See, that's right up the street. To be fair, I like I prefer like, when it comes to the AVP films. I prefer Requiem because it was just Requiem. easily Requiem was better because everyone was everyone was a dick and they most of them got killed. So it was quite entertaining to watch 
dicks suffer. So oh, that's right. that. That's 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 pleasure. That's pleasurable. That's why it's yeah. like. Mm. So I was like, mm. and like it had like the idea behind it was I thought it was pretty decent, but like barring the Predalien, like, oh, God. like, the, like, oh, like God. the idea that they that there was this kind of black ops predator who's coming in to clean up the mess. I liked that idea, but it just yeah. it, it just wasn't executed well. It was really the execution well. it was really bad, but um. Like another one I like personal, which I can always sit down and watch. Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil movie. That wasn't bad. I can always watch that because I... parts of it, I think I have good memories of it. It's always linked to bruv in you lot because I remember watching it and I remember just the bit with the with the lasers and brother went, oh you can't jump that and I, for some reason it just, <laughs> it, just it just kills me every time. Yeah. Good. <laughs> because he was like, because he was a G. Cause remember he did that whole yeah, got yeah. up on the roof. My, yeah, and like, like my man's yeah. bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin Simon, his character name was one as well. You know, like yeah. And then I was like, oh, he's not. He's, yeah, he's definitely not going to be a sequel. But to be fair, he wasn't one of the sequels, so I was wrong. So you know, you're wrong. You're actually wrong. He turned up. Like, see, when it, see when it comes to Resident Evil films in general, like. Resident Evil is probably my favorite franchise when it comes to gaming in general, so mm, I wanted yeah. to do well regardless. Yeah, I will always have a love hate relationship because the films are barely anything like the games. I mean, they have moments of them, and they bring they bring they brought characters into them from the games, but all not its own thing. And I still can appreciate it for cheesy action um, horror action, so I'm cool with that. But, but the the most recent one. Oh my fucking god! Actually, I meant to ask you, as the Resident Evil aficionado of the crew, why do you think they keep failing? Because, because I, they like, think they not... can do it better. Mm. The fact it's that... not for lack of content, because no, that's extensive. They, like, e- like, because like, I remember hearing, seeing, hearing an interview with the director. If you can call him that, like, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm under, like, I'm under judge. Like, I can't direct for who I know. But anyway, like he said, he wanted to make it easier for fa- for fans to get it and for new pe- people who've never seen the game seen the games or the film whatever films to get into it as well but at the same time he kind of didn't do that he was like he did a lot of, he did a lot of good fan service which I'll mm. which I'll always give him credit for but at the same time he just ruined a lot of other characters so like mm. Leon, one of my favorite characters. What the fuck was he about in the film? He was fucking awful. I wanted to beat the shit out of him. I think I could have beat the shit out of him. And that's not that's not Leon. Leon, I think Leon I... can beat the shit out of me at the end of the day. So he should be able to beat mm. the shit out of me. If I, um, like the, the the casting choices are. I love Robbie O'Mel. He shouldn't have been Chris. He should have been. He should have been technically. He should have been Leon. Mm. Um, the guy who got to play Wesker should have been Chris. In all fairness, and he wasn't even like Wesker. He wasn't as Weasley. He was just he. He looked confused all the time throughout the whole film. And it's like that's not Wesker. Wesker knows what the fuck he's doing. He did this guy didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Um, like I forget the actress's name who played Jill. Um, she played um. In when I was in Skins. I haven't seen Skins. So I can't answer that question. Um, uh, she was in Ant Man and Wasp. Um, she was Cloak, not Cloak. Um, she was Ghost. She was Ghost. Oh, yeah, 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 She played Jill, which I'm cool, because one, I think she's an awesome actress. Two, she is. She, is, she is fit as fuck. And three, mm. I can picture her kicking ass. Yeah. She really. barely had any screen time, barely had any dialogue, maybe one, two. There was a 
<laughs> there was a quite funny Jill Sandwich reference, but um, but it was just it was the, the problem they they did the bit the main problem they did was put try to put two films into one. Now, if you're going, like, because, like, they literally put one, Resident Evil 2 and 2 and 1 and made them into this mesh of bullshit, which didn't make any fucking sense. Now, if you, if, like, if I was, if it was my choice, if it was my idea to do, make this into a film, would have done the first film straight up. Mm. Boom. The first film done. Boom, boom, Second yeah. film, I would have made, I would have made a mix-up of, I would have actually meshed 3 and 2 into one film. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the basically set around the same time. The same and time. By, yeah. at, at this point, at this point, you ha- you already know who Jill is because you're introducing yeah. in the first film, yeah. and then you're introduce you introduce these new characters, Leon and Claire, and then you kind of learn more about them. But you have Claire in the background doing her thing. So I like I, it's just a de- and the CGI was shit. It was yeah. like like we're, we're, we're in two thousand we're in two thousand twenty two. This one came out two twenty twenty one. We we have like nah. Nah, there is no excuse for that shit quality. No excuse. Yeah. Fuck me, that film was so bad. I'm so pissed wow. off. Wow. Oh my wow. god. And it, has, and it, was, it had really good actors, and it had and, and, and the casting like with with, so, with all the misses, they had some good like they had some good people in it. I mean, like um, Neil Mac, um, Neil McDowell or Neil McDowell like playing um, um, the Birkin, the main bad guy. That's yeah. fucking, he's a good, he's a fucking good actor, good and he's actor. a yeah. really good bad guy. And they, I don't know how you misuse him to make like it make oh just dumb, just Do so you? dumb. See, I wonder, I wonder if if sometimes like sometimes like filmmakers have like disdain for like gaming and stuff. So when it comes to translate. They're like <laughs> when it's like, do you, I I don't know. I mean, I I guess I I'm know. asking. I, I, if you... I, I don't know if it's a disdain. It's just more like a superiority. I'd think because it feels like oh well, this this. I mean, the scripts the scripts already there. Like, mm. don't get it twisted. Gaming as an industry is just as important as films. Completely. So. When you're doing an epic story, there's there are scripts, there are actors, there's everything under the on, on under the bus that goes that goes into goes to this goes into it as the same as movies, if not more so. So I don't understand why they can't say, okay, this is the script we got here. I'm cool so, to change. I'm cool with you to change bits and pieces that make sense, but yeah. don't be dumb. You've got a set fan mm. base right there, waiting who are waiting for something like this. Mm. And they're they're gonna support it regardless if it fails or if it fails or if it or if it succeeds. They're gonna support it regardless because they want to see the characters they fell in love with on the mm. big screen and portrayed truly and mm. well. So get that fan base and you get some more and like it, like for example, here's a great example of mixing media's when it comes to gaming, novelizations, mm. li- live action live action TV film. Witcher, oh, yeah. yeah, book series that became an amazing game series that became an, a, a pretty yeah. good TV series. Yeah, and it's and like, and like for example, let's say for example, okay, hmm, what's this game? Witcher, hmm, that's really good. Blah blah blah. Oh, it's based on a book. Let me go back and read the books. Yeah. Oh, what's this, what's this new TV series? Witcher. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. Oh, it's based no. on the game, which is also based on the book. Hmm, let me go back and look into they this keep, thing. It's like they it, keep feeding each other. Exactly, <laughs> feeding each other. And that's the thing. It's, it's, and also, it's like, you know, 
it's fantasy. So some things are going to be able to flesh out things more and more and also involve you in different ways. That's why I like this kind of bringing in these different aspects because when I play, like I only started playing from Witcher 3. Um, Same. Yeah, I think Hubs Hubs played from 2 and 1. I went on three. I went on a journey. I was, I was invested. I I was like I I don't even I because I hadn't really played anything like you know I played games like that, but just not on the level of like, oh like the bloody bear mission. I was like oh this didn't this is not happy. I don't oh and then there's this bigger thing going on, and also that you're not guaranteed to get the same endings that all these things change and the characters are compelling and they've got this backstory and i like in a way that which is free doesn't it hints to some things but it's like if you want to find out there's literally books and another game i'm not going to explain it to you it's mm. like fair enough fine i'll go and do it absolutely great you know the dlc for it is be- oh my god so the best dlc going um and then when i sat down to watch you know to to watch the series you know, I had a lot of hope. I'm like, come on, you know, Campbell's geeky, come on. And to see bits that I hadn't seen as well from beyond the game, I was like, oh, like Blavica. I was like, oh, right, okay, oh, right, okay. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just enhanced it, enhanced it. And you can tell when they were doing it that they were mindful and respectful of what was going on mm. in the games and the books. And when people were like, you missed out this, it's like, okay, look, seriously? Some things have to be left out. It's the same thing you say to people like, like Lord of the Rings. We're like, Tom Bombadil's missing. I'm like, you know what? Do you really want this film to be another three hours? Because Bombadil and Goldberry and all of that stuff is a good hour and change. Do you really want poetry? Do you love it that hard? Because I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't. And a lot of us are like, we're good without it. If you love it, there's a book. I mean, just, just read the book, right? But yeah i i do i do i think i really get disappointed when people come along to create stuff from video games and it just seems so wet that yeah. just like there's so many things that could like the, the thing i can hear hear you bruv is like this could have been this this could have been that but oh no and it's like why so why did you not why why did you not why could you mm. not be up so far there's been one of recent time, there's only been one good gaming adaptation to film so far. Which um, is Sonic. Funny you should say that because that's our. I haven't watched say. it yet. Actually, I need to watch you, it. Sonic, you, you'll like it, trust me. Yeah, I went into that with new expectations, and I left with a beaming smile on my face with that film. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I I went in with no expectations because I was like. I expected. I, I expected that before. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm used to the pain now. It's cool. I can go. I can take. I can take a few punches. But I was like, so the guy that got to play do do the song voice was really good. Um, hard to believe, but James Masters was really good as well. It's um, thingy, uh, Joe Joe Darcy, isn't it from uh, Park and Rec? So yeah, so, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your boy, your boy. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and and Jim Carrey was Jim, Jim Carrey was on form and as yeah. he, as he usually is Jim Carrey like I don't think Jim Carrey gets enough love these days but obviously he hasn't really done anything no. of recent but he's still when he when he's when he's on point he's on point he's so good oh so, god yeah and he was like I was a bit dubious about him being Robotnik but like I was like do you know what let's see and yeah it's Jim Carrey Jim, he was making that character he did it so well 
So, um, okay. but yeah, but yeah, I'm looking okay. for, I'm actually looking forward to the sequel. I'm really looking forward to the sequel. I'm already booked up. I, I, I don't care. I'm fully invested in the sequel. And the, funny enough, one of the reviews came out to it today, and this is even better than the first one. So, wow. That's, like, that's lo- mighty praise indeed. Yeah, because I because I love the 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 film poster for it because it's legitly it's the game poster. It's literally, it? yeah, it's literally like do you remember do you remember the mega the Mega Drive um cover for the game says where it's like the two yes, with, with robot Nick in the background, Sonic yeah, Tales on the front. Yeah, I do. The poster is legitly that, but with them, but obviously with, in the film form, and it's so good. Oh my so god! Good. Fair play to uh. uh sega as well because they've done that well mm-hmm. and even to an extent as well enchanted when you eventually get around to see that that was done pretty well see oh, what sorry. sorry idris is is knuckles do you know oh did you know no <laughs> yeah where oh, am yeah. i in? well do i look like i need your powers <laughs> no, i was like yeah go on idris man yes <laughs> go on echidna enchanted <laughs> <laughs> so, i'm saying uh the film adaptation from the game, not that bad by Sony. And I'm oh, Uncharted. Obviously, Uncharted. I thought you said, I was like, what's no, Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. Oh, okay, I still need to see that. I do want to watch that. I love, yeah. I love the Uncharted series, and I still have love for my boy Tom Holland. As long as no, a lot of people don't, but you know, I still love mm. my boy. <laughs> people go, mm. <laughs> 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 Rambo. Rambo. Oh, no, no, you know what? Right, it's. Uh-oh. There is a pause. Oh, there is. There is. There's a pause right there. <laughs> I think I think we call the call the, the, the Jai Courtney pause, right? Yeah, he's a new Jai Courtney, isn't he? You know, he has been there for a year. You know that, right? You know, right? Uh, to be fair, <laughs> like uh, collectibles. No, 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 no. Let, let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. Actually, somewhat gotten a little bit less. I think the last Spider-Man film. I said, you know what? I'll give you your due. You act your ass off in that film. You did, and I. And I said, I'm not a massive Spider-Man fan, as everyone knows, but the fact that I was rooting for him, and I said, you actually made me a believer, I'll give you your due. But prior to that, I just thought he was a punk bitch, yeah? And that... God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's like, like, he built up like, yeah, but you know what, he's a punk bitch! Like, you can hear, like, you know you, you know you hear his lips? Punk yes. bitch. It's like, okay, god damn. Yeah, big man. It's the, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's the, the Jai Courtney effect. He has to have one every year. Every okay. year he's got to have one. It, hey, hey, look, Jai Courtney, yeah, oh, and he's another one. He went full circle with the way he's his sublime performance in the recent Suicide Squad movie. James Gunn, I thank you for that. Yeah, you're saying that because he killed him. Yeah, you're damn right. He almost had me. He almost had me. Look, the, let me put it this way. I thought I lost my lost my shit when uh, in Endgame picked up Thor's hammer. Yeah, but when Jar Courtney got taken out, I was popcorn got dashed um, in the. I went, "This um, is it for me." Um, 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 all right, time out, time out. Back up, back up. Did you just compare the, the one of the biggest Marvel comic book event or film events in history to a man getting what? Because you don't understand, bro. Right? Oh, no, I my, understand. You have issues. No, no. Right, let me put it this way. Yeah. Oh, my hate for, 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 I can't even say his name, for Courtney, oh. yeah? It's like the way certain Mr. Name, who I can't mention up on here. But you know what I'm talking about. No! What? Mr. NC. You know who I'm talking about, bro. Oh, date rapist. Oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. 
I'm gonna say this, I called it. I called it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I called it. At least, at least, at least, my man was proven to be a dirty shit, and I said it from day one. So you know. Oh, what? oh, oh! I got it now. Ew, ew, ew. Yeah. So yeah. I feel. Yeah. I fucking washed after that. I was right. I was right. You were right, bruv. You called it. You have two, two people. You called them. They're both trash. It's all mm. good. But the, but the big man at Jack Courtney is... I think Jack Courtney's a lovely guy. I've got a feeling. I've got a good feeling about that. I think he'd be a good guy out of drinks with. You put him next to Sam Wilton here. Let's play uh, Stop the Difference, yeah? Because uh, uh, there yeah, might as well be one person who I'm concerned. But, do you know, actually, I, was, I, was, I was talking to, my, I was talking to uh, one of my colleagues about this because that... that 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 is is the thing. It's the Sam Worthington Sam Worthington experiment because, like, do you remember when you saw him everywhere? Like, that he sounds was... like a band, like an indie band. <laughs> Sam Worthington, the Sam, Sam Worthington experience. experience. <laughs> but but like, no, but, but but no, but big, but, but, but big man's onto something because like literally like if you if you put Jai Courtney and Sam Worthington next to each other, what? I'm not, I'm not, like they look they're basically exactly the same person. Yeah, both Australian, both genetic white guys in very good shape. Both traditionally handsome, I guess. But... but this happens in different years at different points with different people. Remember, at one point, they they there was a whole thing where they had people who looked a little bit like Christian Slater, a little bit like Steve Gutenberg, who were just in things, in mm. things, in things. Girls who looked exactly like there was there was a whole Michelle Gellar's phase. We've just come through the whole Samara weaving mm. looking like thing. It yeah, looks Samara like four was... of them that looked like they were all cloned. Yeah, like, yeah, there were a lot of her. Like, there was, yeah, like Samara Weaving. A lot of her. What's the other one? Um, what's the name for Suicide Squad? Oh, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Yeah, because yeah. like her, cause, yeah, because her, Emma Roberts, Samara, they, they kind of blend mm-hmm. to one. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially yeah. Emma Roberts was, was blonde. I was like, yeah, that's yeah, bad. yeah. They all blend. You're not sure who's in what. Then you have ones that, that then had like the Kirsten Dunst one, where everyone looked like Kirsten Dunst at one point, and then they just find, and then it, it then gets quirky. And then they allow people of color to come in and do some stuff, and then they do it again. There's always a dude that's like that, like a mediocre. We'll never really hit the levels of like being, you know, well known. But they, they tried with with Jai Oh, Courtney. they, they tried. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. Effort was put into that Breath career, yeah, and it barely flopped. Yeah, it and always it, it reminded me of um of of Mean Girls. Stop trying to make Sam Worthington happen. It's literally like. <laughs> But that happens as like a set of actors and actresses that always end up being that thing where they get pushed into everything and you're just mm. like like McConaughey went through that we had a McConaughey where we used yeah, like, everything he was, he, yeah, yeah he was like he, but he was that generic rom-com guy and after yeah. a while it's like yeah. holy yeah. shit he can act maybe we should actually put him in some films where he actually can show his skills for a change instead of being that generic white guy who needs to show girls that he can change and be the better man for them oh bruv bruv <laughs> on that note i think i think that's a really good place to end <laughs> and brother if you don't find that that noise we'll put it at the end of this episode I will, right I will find it. I will do it. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, listen you're, to don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You'll hear. It. I'll put it at the beginning you're... and the end of the show episode. You'll see. Yes. <laughs>
And, yes. when, and when you come full circle, you understand what we're talking about. You know? Exactly. Oh, Hunt through our other episodes to find out more. <laughs> Thank you for lending us your ears uh, for us to rant into the abyss about the things that get under our skin. Obviously, you know, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't do an episode without talking about Sam Worthington and um, Jai Courtney. But you know how that stuff goes with us. But thank you very much for your Rest time. Rest in peace, Jai Courtney. Love you, man. <laughs> oh, Sam Worthington. Pull a little look out for the homie. Rest in peace, Sam Worthington. Jai Courtney, <laughs> wherever you are. Hope you're, hope you're up there celebrating with... Um... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I, know, I know they're not dead, but their careers are, I'm just saying... I mean, like, let's be honest. Sam Wilson. I've never Steve Gutenberg. And... Yeah, like, like, let's be honest. Sam, Sam Wilson's not going to be acting until they actually do the Avatar sequel, whatever that's going to happen. And Johnny no, well, is dead. Andy, so, actually, you saying that? Side note: the Avatar trailer is allegedly coming out when you see Doctor Strange. Anyway, on that note. Uh... <laughs> That science was a sign of it. No one cares. <laughs> on that note, if you'd like to email us, um, you can get in contact from sentjuntavendors at chiva.com or you can follow us on Instagram at messeduppods and on Twitter at andmessed. Uh, Big Man, what's your socials? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at war3782 and on the gram at Mr. Underscore Roberts underscore V1. Or email at sam.worthington. <laughs> and fuck jarcorny.com <laughs> and so how about you bro you can find me on youtube under instant classic gaming where i'm doing a lot of different content for gaming like in elden ring that takes two and a few other things you can yeah. also find me on tiktok twitch and instagram under instant classic underscore gaming check it out some good stuff on there and sometimes i turn up <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and uh, take care, stay safe, and we will speak to you next time. And again, and again rest in peace, Sam Worthington and Jai Courtney. Nothing but love for you. <laughs> Steve Goodman. I will remember you. <laughs> Later. Later. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.